Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And welcome to Hella Hella in Your your 30s. 30s. This week, we take you to Sicily, part one. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Are you people ready for a journey of your lifetime? Okay. As many of you know, from all of our talkings and pictures and (laughs) fucking reandering thought processes, we went... To Sicily, bitches! <laughs> and uh, uh, we're back now in L.A., but don't worry, because we've recorded a ton in Sicily, so for the next two episodes, we're going to be taking you in Sicily and then back out of Sicily, back into our apartment. It's going to, you know, it's sort of like a Quentin Tarantino movie, yeah. I think. Not that mm-hmm. I saw his new one, but... Much like if your rad-ass uncle and aunt went on a trip and then forced you to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. It's going to be what we decided. Yes. Is it's we're going to give it the quality of it being dreamlike. Yes, cuz it was a dream trip. It was a dream trip. And spoiler alert, it was the best trip of all time. Yeah, it so, was like the most amazing. And it was so amazing. And I'm still just like on a high with like swimming in euphoria. Yeah, definitely. Euphoria Drake something um, something. Um <laughs> Yeah. That was an HBO reference. Thank you for helping me with You're that. You're welcome. Yeah. It's uh, basically also because the trip, honestly, like we, we had planned to podcast the whole time. Yeah. But the trip was so crazy we that just, like we just couldn't like get yeah. the recorder on. Right. It was like, it okay, was, well, today we definitely need to re- record. <laughs> it was just like, oh, no, but AKA like not that right it was so fun so like this is gonna be basically you know we're in la we're focused we're podcasting we're right gonna stitch together the quilt of our journey through sicily i even took some notes so we'll see if those help us yes but god what i would ask of you as a listener is <laughs> just to open your mind and be forgiving of maybe some odd things that might happen yes and if you're following us on instagram lord knows you're already going through sicily fatigue yes but <laughs> guess what you have two full episodes to look forward to oh baby baby it's coming for you all right well this trip started off before we even got out of the country, we went to New York for a film festival for four days. Yes. Now, based on our plane ticket situation, we had to go to New York, fly back to L.A., chill at LAX for like three or four days, it felt like, and then go to New York like all- Like seven hours, yeah. With- uh, one With just carry-on baggage. Right. We were like, we decided- well, okay, can I... I'm going to take it back even a tiny bit further. Okay. Okay, It's so, already Quentin Tarantino-ing. I know, I know, but I have to take it back a tiny bit. Okay. So we did start in New York, but what we really did do is we started the day we left for New York. Uh, okay, so if you're hell in your 30s and maybe you don't have your style down, it's like literally impossible to pack for a trip. So we've talked about this in the past. It's just like, you think you want to be cool, you're not cool, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> so at the very last day that we had i had to teach a class from seven to ten and then we drove straight from the air there to the airport right so the very first the very last day we had i thought that somehow i could easily hem 
five pairs of pants. Because <laughs> part of the problem was we had a film festival in New York and a film festival in Sicily, so we needed to look good. Like we needed like a little bit of like like casual red carpety kind of like pants. Yeah. And then Nick had bought these pants and he was rolling them up and they were way too long. And I had these other pants and they were too long. And my mom used to sew my clothes when I was little, so I was like, oh. I know it's like painting or something like you're like, oh, yeah, like I don't, I don't remember how to do that. I know like the basics. I looked at a YouTube video. I spent, I think, eight hours <laughs> when I should have been doing everything else to pack and get ready for my fucking class that I had to teach. I should have been doing all of that. I spent eight hours hemming five pairs of fancy pants with hem tape. I mean, I can't. And then I stitched it. It was like such a disaster. And then halfway through, I burnt the shit out of myself on the iron. And, and I didn't notice. <laughs> it's still a nasty ass burn. That too. was like the motif for me was I started this plane ride. I have an adhesive allergy and I burnt off a patch of skin underneath my arm. So I basically had this horrible wound the entire trip. And I did it literally because I thought I could just do it. And then I was so hopped up on like everything's terrible i'm gonna die we have to get these pants done because by the time i realized i was in too deep i had already cut them like there was no going back right i couldn't just not do it i had gone through and done all of the measurements of all five pants and then done all the cutting of all five pants so then i had to hem all five <laughs> pants I didn't do them one at a time. And these were the only pants we were going to wear for our fancy ass. It's only pants. Uh, fancy <laughs> film festivals in New York. So, ah. okay, great. So, so that, that last day. So that's the last day. So then we run, Nick's taking my class. We run to the class. We're like, we, I teach the class. We get done. We run back. We close down the house because we didn't even have time to do that because yeah. I had spent so long on the pants. And then we run and drop the car off at our friend Tom's house. We get to the airport. Now... One thing that they don't tell you is that there's a period of time that the airport shuts down. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> so we had thought we're going to save time. Like, we're like, fuck it. Let's just go to the airport. Maybe we'll get a drink. Like, we'll just spend the night at the airport because we were going to get there. It was either like, come home and relax for two hours and then drive to the airport for this really early morning flight. We had to be there at like three in the morning. And I thought, let's just go. Right. And so we were going to get there like maybe two hours earlier than we needed to. So like yeah. five hours before the flight. <laughs> I forgot about this. And we walked into the fucking terminal. And, and we're the security around. shut down. So we slept basically. <laughs> we like walked in to the terminal and like we're looking around and there's all these like people sleeping on their luggage and the lights are off. And Nick and I were like, what are these guys doing? And I was like, man, their flight must be delayed. That sucks to be them. <laughs> and we walk all the way through the terminal, like all up to the security gate. And they're like, no, we're closed. <laughs> we're like, wait, what? And the guy's like, no, we're closed for the next like three hours. And Nick and I were just like, are you fucking kidding me? So we slept on the floor next to a garbage literally, can. Literally, literally on the floor. <laughs> like right where you would get off, get out of your car, walk in the, the sliding doors. That's where everyone was sleeping. On the floor. Like this one guy was sleeping nothing underneath him he chose the patch of of floor between the men and women's bathroom which i was oh, like oh and i took literally the grossest shit i've ever taken in my life everybody did bathroom. you know why cuz we were all tortured <laughs> That guy yeah. was sleeping in literally like the shit zone of the bath. I was like, you are out of your damn mind. This is the place you want to sleep? That was bizarre. Okay, so anyways, anyways, we finally get to New York, and it's 
it's a we have four fantastic days in New York, but that's not what this episode's about. We did a New York episode recently, so go back and listen to that one. <laughs> so then it's four days. The film festival was great. It was terrible. It was great. It was terrible. We got some nominations. People laughed at our stuff. It's a whole story that we gotta skip. Then, then we fly back to LA, but our car's at Tom's house because that's where you don't pay for parking. So we can't drive home. So we just have to live in LAX for 10 hours in the Tom Bradley International Terminal, which seems really, really fancy. It's super fancy. One thing about LAX, my main bitch about LAX, my main bitch is that the restaurants suck. They're hella expensive. It's like you go go to O'Hare. It's like that's in Chicago. Deep dish pizza, hot dogs, pretzels. They have fucking, Billy Goat's Tavern. They have Billy Goat's Tavern. They have like all the best, most fun things. Fucking LAX has got like off-brand sushi that's like eighty dollars. It's like the it's stu- the worst. Or like caviar. Are you setup. listening to this? The mayor or whoever? <laughs> I know Jimmy mayor. Kimmel is the voice of LAX. Listen to me, Jimmy Kimmel. Get. Get some restaurants in there. You know, you look like you eat some good food. Just you put know some you in do. and outs yeah. in there. Something. Something. It's just like this, like it's the dumbest setup. It's like kind of faux healthy, expensive bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It makes me furious. So anyways, yeah. the international airport <laughs> is really, really fancy for a grand, a great majority of it. But then when you get to, <laughs> to the part of this, the terminal... Where, like, most of the planes are actually leaving. Which it, takes, like, an hour and a half. It turns into a Greyhound bus station. <laughs> it's so grimy and janky. It's completely overcrowded. It's ridiculous. They put you on a bus. Suddenly, you're, like, in Skid Row. Like, so, like, know, yeah, because like, Nick and I always there's get... like, skateboarders hanging around, like, vagrants. I am... <laughs> they were going to say vaping. I am a psycho, so I love to get to the airport hella, hella early so I don't have to stress. And... So like we our tradition is that we get in, we're usually two hours early before our flight by the time we get past security, and then we walk through the whole terminal and find our gate, and then we go explore and like look for a place to have snacks or whatever. And so we walked for a thousand years, got to the bus terminal, janky <laughs> AF, and our flight's not on any of the boards, and we can't check in to our flight to give them our passport. Because they're like ran, like they keep changing which gate we're going out of. It was just like the most insane situation. So we ended up basically for like this huge majority of this layover that I thought we were just going to be spinning at a bar being hilarious. We were like literally like dead sober, no sleep, just flew in from JFK, red eye, and like not being able to find our gate in a bus terminal. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally we figured out like 20 minutes before we were going to board, they finally were like, cause they were running so far behind. They finally assigned us a gate. And so then we like ran back to the terminal <laughs> to go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to the only bar, this ghetto ass like wing of the airport. And these fools tried to charge me $20. They did not try. They succeeded. There is no try. There is only due. Uh, we yeah. drank that wine and uh, then proceeded to get on a plane that we bought the ticket through KLM. Turns out it was operated by Air Italia, which we purposely tried to uh, avoid because it's the worst rated airplane Airline ever. ever. It's like people hate. I, I was like researching because... I don't know, like, as an adult, I have been doing more, like, international travel, but for most of my life, I didn't. And I think it's, like, what has been shocking to me is, like, 
you're on a stupid plane for like 10 hours. The variance of like the varying degrees of like coolness of the plane, like the snacks, the drinking, the relaxation, the size of the seats. It's like you can have a one experience and a 10 experience. And Air Italia is a negative 10 experience. It's the worst. It is the worst. Yeah. It was so on these seats. It's, it felt <laughs> honestly, I got on and it felt illegal. I was like, I you, you cannot. So I was so upset. <laughs> well, my seat was broken. The head thing was busted. The seats are like, the springs are coming through. They're tiny. You're, it's the smallest. The, head, the, be- the seat was broken. It's, for sure. The seat was broken. Also, I think it was just literally the smallest plane I've ever been on. It was so small. Like the small. seats were so tiny can't charge your phone no screen nothing to watch complete trash the one thing that they do do is they give you unlimited booze but like usually i felt well there's they do normally they don't charge you for booze so like if you were so we had wine with dinner on that flight dude i do not remember that you (laughs) we had wine with dinner okay and then the guy was trying to give us he comes by again all sneaky water or tea and i was like can i have another glass of wine (laughs) and he's like okay and then he pours it for me and then he comes back around and you're asleep with your wine in your cup holder and he was like oh (laughs) he like huffed at me and i was like bitch you don't care this is like woodbridge reserve like whatever don't act like this is italian wine i know and also like why do you care about what's happening to this anyway (sighs) so anyways it was the worst flight worst just it was so uncomfortable we finally land in rome we get a little puddle jumper which was still like another two hours down to Catania, which is the second bit biggest city in Sicily. Yes. We get off the plane. We figure out the bus thing because our first stop is Syracuse, the most beautiful city. Well, I don't know about the most beautiful city, but, but just this beautiful. magical yeah. place. And so, and then within Syracuse, there's this little ancient island called Ortesia, which I once did a study abroad, um, like quarter there. It's like filled with magical memories. So we fi- get on the, the, the GD bus we get there, we walk through the town, we finally find our Airbnb, and everything is great. All right, it's our first night in Sicily, yeah. and um, this is gonna go. It's our first night in Sicily, and Muriel and I are doing something we've literally never have done together ever in our whole since I've, we've known each other for like since t- for twenty years. And the, for the very first time, we are sharing a cigarette, <laughs> <laughs> and it's where are we right now? We're in Sicily. We're in Ortizia, which is a little island um, in the city of Syracuse, and. Uh, we're looking at million-dollar yachts and uh, hanging out with uh, the glamorous people of Sicily. At I don't know if you can hear it in the background. You probably can a little bit. At one of the I only, mean, hundred percent. You can't hear that driving bass. <laughs> that funky jazz techno. I'm gonna put this out. So I don't care. Oh no! Put it in my mouth one more time. Do you hear that hell in your thirties? I'm blowing 
cigarette smoke into our podcast. Oh my god, that was so perfect. Muriel wanted a cigarette, and usually I shame her so bad because she it blows her voice out and she can't sing and she's always performing. But not this time. She doesn't got to do shit. I quit. I quit smoking because Nick told me that. Not because you told me, but because you hated it, and I knew I should stop. And I was never a heavy smoker. I could smoke. I smoked probably four cigarettes a day for like. I don't know, five years? Well, let's just get one thing straight. You do what I tell you. So if I tell you to stop smoking, then you stop smoking. Do you want to die on that mountain? Yes, I do. That is a mountain I will die. It's Mount Etna. Mount Etna is the most... The uh, only thing you told me not to do was bite you and stop smoking. And I don't do those anymore. (laughs) Uh, So we're finally here. It was the most epic travel log of all time. I don't feel like talking about that right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, God damn it, it feels good. I used to hang out on this strip of uh, it's like at the port or something. I don't know. What would you call this? This a port. A port. Oh no, it's like a waterfront. A waterfront. There's all these boats. There's crazy yachts. Hella fine ass looking people walking around. We're a couple of them. You know, we're drinking Campari spritzes. Uh, we just ate some mussels and some clams. We're starting Sicily outright, baby. This is night number one. Checked into our place, and we just wandered, and Nick showed me. Basically, like, so Nick has all these reoccurring dreams about walking through weird, uh, super overpopulated places, like alleyways and stuff, and I never really got it. And I've been to Europe a few times, but, like, this is definitely, like, a straight-up maze. Yeah. And every ma- every corner is magical, and there's always something, something next level and spiritual and dirty and dank and alive every and place, old everywhere you turn. You're just walking around, Nick's a little quiet, and then he goes, "I dreamed this." It's true, <laughs> I do. This and, is this is where my dreams take place in Sicily. And then uh, we we had a crazy like so out here like a lot of these little places are like somebody's house and then their grandma is in the kitchen making food and so you go and you like see a menu and you order stuff from the menu and then you sit down and the grandma makes it and then they bring it out to you so we found this spot and that it wasn't in english obviously but also the menu was handwritten on a piece of paper which is a lot harder because like i know a lot of italian food terms because of yeah, restaurants yeah when it's handwritten you're like what the fuck does this say so i just ordered two things and they came out and one of them we had no idea what it was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we really had a very good idea of what anything no, was gonna nah, be. No, and it came out and it was like like an like a quiche and a bunch of cheese and some like blue cheese croquettes and like uh, there was like a weird pastry cup stuffed with like the saltiest sun-dried tomatoes possible. It was like the craziest and impossible place I've ever seen in my life. But it was also exactly what you were hoping it, it would be. It was amazing. And then we walked around. Well, first of all, and then Muriel was like, can I use your bathroom? She said, she said yes. And they, she, oh, they yeah. <laughs> little like booties on her no, feet, no, like no, surgical was, things on her feet no, to walk through that was through shower caps. They made me put shower caps on my feet. And then I had to walk through their personal home and use the bathroom. <laughs> And in the middle of their living room, they had a sensory deprivation tank. Because they're millionaires. To be a millionaire in Sicily, that's like some Elon Musk shit. But yeah, all you have to do in Sicily is just open your door and sell people wine. Okay. So the wait. wine here is actually the best wine I've ever had. And I was trying to ask Muriel, I was like, am I wrong? Am I romanticizing this? What's going on? Because they're like $5 glasses of wine. 
and they're better than any expensive shit we've had anywhere. So the house went out here is fire AF. It's so good. But hold on, but Muriel, is it like it's better, very good? It's, but no, is, I feel like it's at least <laughs> as good as, if not better than the the most expensive wine we ever pay for in Los Angeles. Okay, so I think you might be going far. But Ooh, girl, if you think I'm going far now, I know, ooh, honey, I know. I'm gonna go real far. This I know, time. I know. And then we went to another place that ended up being <laughs> the food was so incredibly good. And then Nick bit into a piece of glass in his food. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally the was best literally, dinner we'd ever had. It was this kind of pasta I've never had, parecci or something. I gotta write it down. It was so and good. It was the it was literally the best food, and we ate the first two things. Never had anything better than in this. Then we had a salad that I that I got because I was like, this is interesting. So it's oranges. Niswa olives, like super salty olives, fennel, sardines, anchovies, and, and, oh sorry, anchovies, and then a shit ton of raw red onion. And despite what you might be thinking, it was pretty weird, but pretty good. It was fuck. It was. It was. It was the, their proportions were off, but it could be the most. If you took those ingredients and did it different, it would be the most delicious salad. It was ever. so cool. And the, but then Nick pulled out a giant chunk of like. Um, you know when you break like a not like a sharp piece of glass like a wine piece of glass right but like if you broke the stem of a wine glass like yeah. the chunky kind of cube broke glass pulled it out of his mouth and I I the waiter came up and I was like listen we're totally cool and we're happy like no worries but I just want you to know there's glass in your salad because <laughs> like I don't care right we're just like no, you know maybe you have care. some glass in your gigantic somebody, pieces of red onion you're putting yeah, in yeah somebody whatever. back there was drinking a glass of wine broke a glass and it got in the fucking <laughs> salad mix or whatever so then we pulled it out and then the chef was sitting behind us and he was like okay so they call him the chef not cooking not cooking he's sitting there drinking his ass off leaning back smoking cigarettes and acting like the biggest Don uh, what's the guy's name Don Chichiro who's the guy from uh Godfather 2. I think you're thinking of Don Chichi, but I don't really know what you're the go- one going the, after. There's like a dude who's like lying back, like surveying the landscape. Yeah, but, but like corny, not in charge. No. He, he had a bunch of friends with him and he made his waitress kiss them all. It, it was, was just like really gross. And so then I go, there's this glass and the guy goes, oh, oh, that's not glass, it's salt. And he starts rubbing it between his fingers as hard they as he can. They all tried to convince us that it was salt. But it was and like I- obviously glass and I, and I got to the point where he did it for like maybe a minute and a half and I and I I don't know it's like the latent mother in me I was like hey listen like you gotta stop don't do that you're, you're gonna, gonna cut yourself <laughs> I was like because I had that in my mouth and guess what it wasn't salty it wasn't salty also, it's a piece of glass also this the salad they served us had the saltiest preserved olives <laughs> anchovies and capers you're not gonna fucking salt like, that salad but you know how sometimes you cut open an orange and there's just a rock hard diamond piece of salt in the middle well, maybe it was from that. No, you know? they were tripping. So, so then they got, they brought it to the chef, and the chef was like, no, 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 it's glass. Tell them it's glass. No, tell them it's salt. Oh, yeah, salt. But then he's, like, sitting, like, a foot away from us and didn't say anything. It's like, motherfucker, you have glass in your salad, bitch. Don't act like that's salt. And then and he walked away, and I said, these are your people, so just know. Yeah, meaning <laughs> she said that to me. And I get it. They're my Sicilian people. We'll, we'll tell you that uh, 
glasses salt 24/7, you know. And and I'm proud and I'm proud of them for doing it. And I also who gives a shit. Sometimes well, the food was actually hell good. It was, it was, it was so good. way too good. I wish we could, I mean it's funny cuz I would go back. Yes, I'd go back that immediately. Guy. No, I wouldn't go. Yeah, right. You can never go back there, but god damn those muscles. Clams were good. That was the best pasta. And then we had. walked around for a while and in Ortigia in Sicily when there's tons of people walking around apparently there are literally zero bars like you have to go to where there is loud jazz techno playing. yeah we like went down like you know in Homer Simpson for those of you who get this reference uh, there's an episode of the Simpsons where Homer finds like a psychedelic coyote that tries to help him find his soulmate okay but I his know soulmate ends about. up being Marge because and he goes Marge how did you find me uh, and she goes, well, I just walked where the uh, where the land slopes gently downhill. <laughs> Nick and I wandered around for a while, and then we just gently walked downhill, and then there was just, like, all of our people at this bar. Meryl, you are a goddamn poet, man. That's... You know I am. Wow. Welcome to Sicily, Miro. I feel like you're really going to fit in here. Oh, so the other thing that we didn't quite mention with the ordering of the food stuff, in both cases, we really had no idea what we were ordering, but Muriel just knew. She was like, this, 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 and this. And every time it came out great, minus a glass. Yeah, but minus a glass. And then we came down here and we got drinks. And then uh, then I just, apparently, I listened. What? No regards, but... I threw a fit because I wanted a cigarette, and then Nick got me a cigarette. Well, I, here's the thing. I've lit- I've always done nothing but shame you about cigarettes. I, I do everything to keep you from smoking them. I do not support it whatsoever. But I don't know. Maybe what I'm in my dreamland now, so this could also not be real as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's just call it that. All right. Well, I kind of want another cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> you want one? That's the trick of it, baby. Oh, fuck. We're addicted <laughs> to cigarettes, guys. Oh, he's got his hands. Look. <laughs> about Ortigia that's crazy is how much it's changed since I was there last. Like, Yeah, the way you described it was like completely different. Well, now it's so, it's it's incredible because it's way busier and it's way more touristy, but it's it's just, it's done in this way that's just feels so authentic to yeah. the people there. Yeah. So it's just basically, all that really means is good restaurants. Ortigia is... Cracking! <laughs> we ate. We walked. It's, we ate some more. We fought. <laughs> we didn't fight. <laughs> we argued a little bit, <laughs> and then I wanted to argue with other people. I take about. Uh, I do generally take a couple days to acclimate myself. And you had no opportunity. It was like we're here now and we're leaving tomorrow. Yeah. So, so it was get- like get it together. So that just meant I like was like doing it. Yeah. Like Mad Max style, but then also at times like not my best self. <laughs> so, but it was like it is cracking. Artesia it's so is great, and it's changed a ton in 15 years in yeah. ways that are a little you know, nostalgia, like sad, I guess, but also just so cool. Cause it's like busier now. So there's more restaurants, but it's all like, like nothing is corporate. Yeah. Even the places that looked corporate that maybe had like a cheesy, like menu outside that was like printed, you know, like pictures of the food or something. Yeah. You look in, 
and and then like there's the person cooking the food right there well like, it's, it's like this wild west sort of situation where like it's almost watching a place like you're right at the bubble sort of ballooning of like a real tourism industry yeah and so it's this weird like rule of thumb right like when you're not really but like when you're traveling like you know trying not to be in the districts where the menu is only there's there's english menus right, right. like you want to like kind of be a part where the locals are and that's yeah. like amazing but the weird thing is is like everybody i think just got the memo that people are going to come here and spend a lot of money. Right. So like you'd go and there'd be like an English menu or even a menu with pictures, which are typically places you're just like, Oh, don't go there. Right. And they're amazing. Like it's amazing. Like, the, like everything's amazing. When I was yeah. there, there was no English there yeah. 15 years ago. No one spoke English. <laughs> like this time we're walking in like waitresses or like if I had, if I had, when I was 20 years old, if I'd gone there and like cute waitresses spoke English, I would have never left. If, <laughs> and if, if there was any, I, I would have stayed forever. It was so different. Also now people wear shorts. They got the memo on that too. I think they were just like, you know, all these Tourists are coming in. I guess German and Swedes and French people come in a fair amount, and they're all wearing shorts. And I think they just got the memo. They were like, "All right, we're yeah." They prepped me by the, for this trip by being like, "Everyone's really dressed up. Men do not wear shorts." <laughs> no, that's why. He, hence the hemmed pants. Yeah, that I we needed. had all these like like beautiful little Euro style pants. But now they're wearing shorts, so they're on board with that. Now men have beards. There were no beards 15 years ago, and no tattoos. There's tattoos. And I, I talked to someone about that, and it's uh, he blames it on the soccer players. So so it's probably the soccer players because now that they all have tattoos, everyone wants tattoos. It's probably the same with the beards too. And the shorts now that I think about it anyways. <laughs> so some of, but like, for instance, when I was there, uh, there was this lady who just like opened her house up and you could go eat at her house. And yeah. it was just like the best food, super cheap on like plastic plates or whatever. Yeah. And like, and her name was Teresa. And this time, now that has she left i asked the people but that's been turned into an actual like restaurant now yeah that's like a real restaurant now and a lot of those places that are real restaurants now were not real restaurants last yeah. time yeah there's uh, money coming into that place yeah. i gotta say also i didn't tell you this but one of the most hilarious things about this trip is <laughs> you were like full-on dad mode about <laughs> Telling people how English was nobody spoke English. <laughs> like without any context or anything, you just kept walking up to different Italians and being like, Yeah, I mean it's all English. Why is it English? <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was they were like, uh tourists. That and is, like, oh I just I'm just saying there was no English. <laughs> that you is, said it like eighty times. Okay, that is okay, you're making a point, which is well taken. However, I mean I don't I don't the understand. other thing that's Your being well taken in English that you're being an uh an asshole uh <laughs> hyper, hyperbole is being used here to uh ex to make an example and also paint a picture of you being a total douchebag. <laughs> so I'm glad that we're all on the same page you with that having, people would just be like they go yeah tourism you're like yeah but what i'm saying okay, stop, it. Years ago, stop it <laughs> basta basta you fucking asshole um so we had one day in ortesia <laughs> yeah. and we woke up and uh we went to this market that someone had said okay you go to the market because i remember the market it's like beautiful and cool Well, the market's like yeah, I I was waiting on um uh, a couple at my the, where I work in my restaurant, and they were saying like you got to go to the sandwich guy, and I was like, 
<laughs> you know, like sometimes people say stuff to you yeah. and it's like, they have this great intention and their heart is pure. And I'm just like, I'm not going to go fucking look for a sandwich guy. Yeah. Like on any level, yeah, am I right. going to, they're like giving, he's over here. He's in the northeastern <laughs> corner of the market. And if you ask him one specific thing, I was just like, no, I don't care. I'm not writing it down. But then you go to the market and, and it's, it's like, <laughs> obviously the sandwich guy is just like right there. Yeah, like a huge crowd around him. <laughs> He's just like a complete, like him and his son or whoever and his wife is running the place and they're just like hamming it up and just like but having- But like no English. So it's all in yeah. Italian. And it is true. It's very, this was a very fun thing. That was like the next day we walked into the market. And, and also just as a little side note, this market was insane. Like it was the ni- like the nicest. It's a farmer's market. It more is, or less, yeah, yeah. But the fish was like like it so was... fresh. They had like whole swordfish with yeah. the sword poking out, and just like squid and like like these. I mean, the way that you would look at a market in a Disney movie. Yeah, right. Like the clams are squirting water, <laughs> yeah, and like da 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 da. There's like you know, it's like so amazing. Yeah. Like there's a place where the you fishmongers can... are just going crazy. Yeah, the fishmonger was going off all right this is the loudest fishmonger i've ever heard that motherfucker looked like a fish too also One of those deep sea guys that, that like you can be, only that see. bass like mouth, like the frowny thing, and like no chin. So it's just like bah, bah. So, anyways, we the sandwich guy is so obvious who that is. Yeah, it's like and they don't speak any English and they usher you into this line. So like it's it takes a long time to even figure out like how you're supposed to pay an order. It's like yeah, there's right. all these like weird things. And then they finally like get you in the line. And you don't get to say what's on your sandwich. No, hell no. No. I saw someone say no meat on one of them. Yeah, and that made sense. Right. But it was like, this sandwich, how many things do you think he put on it? 25. Yeah. Maybe had, 25 things. It was like, like, let's see, he had like uh, hella different herb mixtures, pasta, rice, cheese, about a quart of olive oil, prosciutto he was doing this thing where he was like crushing garlic on his cutting board and then rubbing the garlic on the cutting board and then chopping the tomatoes on the patch of rubbed garlic yeah like it was the weirdest sandwich I've ever seen. and then you ate it and it was the best sandwich you ever had it was a joke how good it was and and like every like I don't know. At one point, someone bought a bunch of cheese and they like sang them a song. Grazie, Claudia. Ole, 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 ole. Claudia, Claudia. Ole, 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 ole. Claudia, Claudia. Basta, danke, danke. And for the life of me, I was like, I don't, I would not know how to order cheese if I tried in this yeah, scenario. Right. I was like, I want the song so bad. <laughs> I have no idea how to get it. So it was just a very, very, very uh, A plus solid uh, tourism Sicily experience. And also on the flight back, I was sitting next to some like, I don't know, blonde 
couple from who knows where and I saw them going through their phone and they went to the same sandwich guy. <laughs> that guy is so famous. He's so famous. <laughs> He's so much more famous than we are. <laughs> so then, all right. So basically, and that was it. We were in and out of Ortesia in a flash. It was great. Um, that, uh, the Airbnb, uh, radically different than the pictures yeah but still clean. a little bit of a th- theme and it had a decent bathroom which was great yeah and no balcony like i said it had and what turned out to be by far the most comfortable bed of oh, in all of italy oh lord they do not Italians, have they do not have good beds no they do not and they think they can trick us <laughs> they can't trick you you look at a bed the, the picture's all beautiful California right well because everyone has clean sheets and yeah. like 20 decorative pillows yeah Less pillows, more cushion on the actual cushion, please. Or like a ma- an actual legitimate mattress. It's just they and don't do two, that out like, there. Garbage piles pushed <laughs> together. So then uh, we didn't sleep again. No, look so at we all. still have not had sleep, and we got on a bus. Yeah. Which you have to buy the ticket in a coffee shop. Oh, that was a whole other thing. <laughs> you have to buy a ticket in a coffee shop from a woman wearing an insanely elaborate uniform with a hat who gives you so much fucking attitude who's sitting at a little like broken card table with like a laptop which she's like typing one finger at a time and selling bus tickets to tourists and then she's mad that we're tourists and it's like what's it gonna be is it gonna be the the are you gonna be like the uniform are you gonna be the broken table are you gonna like it's just too many things it was way too many things and she was just she mad and i was like whatever so nick dealt with that because i I loved it. It was yeah, great. It was well, good. that was like like the all the buses were on time now and like that Everything used to not chill. be the, that used to not be the case. There Sicily's really getting their act together. Yeah, it was like very chill and nice. So then we were on a packed bus with like a bunch of French tourists and a bunch of Sicilians <laughs> and these priests. I want to say with the priest thing, I don't know what happened. I think it's just from watching too much TV and not actually being Catholic. Yeah. I went to a Catholic university and I had a wonderful experience. Yeah. But I just was like, the minute I saw them, there's something about it where I like immediately created a narrative. Like I was like, okay, he's the handsome evil priest. Okay. And he's the nice priest, but he's got a secret. He's kind of like the one who rolls with like, he stays silent when he shouldn't stay silent. And then it, and like immediately I was like, okay, now I know who they are based on what they look like. And then I was like, I do not trust these people. I just was like, basically, I don't know what it was. So no, it's just cause you're a bad person. I know, but also it is, yeah. but it was like, it's almost like just seeing, it's just it's a costume in a way when you're not religious i think that like i just and even in the states like priests don't walk around with like the full priest coat like he had a priest cape like a travel yeah cape sometimes on. you'll see like a nun on a bus yeah but these were like and the outfits were just more elaborate and more old school and i was just like he like i was like don't make eye contact stay away like don't and you're gonna be disrespectful meanwhile they were literally everyone's best friend they were so nice everyone just talked to them the whole time like this guy like like we were trying to get our luggage on the bus and this tiny chick literally with her two hands shoved me away and to put her back i was like are you out of your mind she (laughs) fucking shoved me i was like are you kidding right now and then we had to get into the line like there was no reason to shove yeah. me there was enough space for all of our bags and we we're all just gonna go sit on the stupid bus so she's shoving me and i'm like got my hackles up and then the priest comes in and i'm like oh lord so i <laughs> i didn't look at him and then he 
like basically stopped and let everybody get on and he was like gonna let me go ahead of him but i was in a power struggle i was like you go ahead <laughs> you're the priest <laughs> they were like standing there anyways that was just freaky for me i don't yeah. know why i well, apologize you, if that's offensive you know, just, no no it's a it's a horribly offensive and but also as well, a person I, with a soul that will be you know forever damned you know that you should never let a priest look at the back of your head because okay, you can great. see through your so brain who's and, offensive now you <laughs> yeah 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 also, just to be fair, yes. it was the evil-looking priest that I was the most afraid of. <laughs> Who was the handsome one? Yeah, yeah, the handsome one. I was like, this guy's got some stories. I'm going to stay away from him. Literally, everyone was just talking to them. He was like the nicest guy. So then, okay, so we get on this bus, and we go through like the interior of uh, Sicily all the way up to Palermo, which is the biggest city in Sicily, and it is the coolest GD city maybe in the world yeah it's pretty wild because it's like all really old school and then it grew really fast but it's also just like packed it almost feels like new york in like the nine like early 90s you know like when you think <laughs> about like like when it was still a place where like not rich people could live like in yeah. manhattan like it was still like a place where it was like, grimy it was it's super grimy kind of crazy tons of culture like it was or just, as uh, europeans call it dodgy Dodgy. That's what that was the word. I, yeah. I thought Palermo was like amazing, but it we only is. got to spend one night there. And as soon as we got into our Airbnb, <laughs> we're getting comfortable, <laughs> taking baths. We still hadn't slept, trying to clean ourselves, trying to get our digestion right. <laughs> I took a shit. And then in Europe, they have bidets next to the toilets. Which you love. Which I love a bidet. <laughs> so I was like, oh, good. I'm going to use this bidet. So I'm in the other room, and I'm getting ready, and I hear the most horrible scream I've ever heard in my life. Because I had turned on the bidet, sat down, and burned the back of my balls <laughs> on the scalding hot water. Nick? Say what happened to you. No. <laughs> Say what happened to you in PG-13 terms. Just now. <laughs> I, these European bidets are jacked up. You guys, be careful. Men, be careful. You'll go down a bidet yourself because it's a whole other thing. PG-13 style? Yes. Okay, fine. You can I say myself instead of... You can say myself. Myself testicles into the streaming... <laughs> Streaming, pounding, stupid bidet sink of boiling hot water. And it just direct on the back of my balls. <laughs> Screamed. Ah, okay. Ah, first day in Palermo, baby. <laughs> you scared me so bad. I scared myself. The back of my nuts, Muriel. <laughs> I dipped them directly into boiling lava. The back of my balls. Ow! <laughs> just, put, just put it in cold water. I did! <laughs> Damn it. It, it. it was so... I can't tell you, like, it's like, it's like a joke. And I... 100% truthfully, like, it doesn't feel like it could happen. But one of the things that's true about Italy, for sure, is, like, that you don't have hot water on all the time, right? Like, you turn your your hot water heater is, like, you it's manual, so you just turn it on when you want to use it. Yeah. So when we walked in, we turned it on because we were going to take some showers. But I think because of that, 
it's like they it uses less power because it's not on all the time but when you turn it on it gets hot really fast and it's literally like boiling hot water and nick screamed <laughs> i couldn't believe that that scared the shit out of me it was horrific and then you had to ice it and then i had to look at it <laughs> So then we we spend uh, an incredible, you know, I'm fine. I'm not injured. It's all okay. You were injured. I, I was being a tough guy. And there was no blisters. And no, then- but the back of the, the skin turned purple on the back of your balls. <laughs> that was the worst thing. I can't even like, I can't even, when you were like, oh shit. And I was like, what? And then you showed me and the back of your balls was like dark purple. I was like, well, we have to call the army. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Call the army. Call the National Guard. We're getting out of here. We need a helicopter. So then we walked around Palermo and we just, it was, it's just the coolest, coolest city. And we just had, I don't know, the best food. I don't even, it's just, it's like scary and the architecture is gorgeous and the streets are winding and long and the people are just electric, like if there were movie theaters and like comedy clubs and people like, and if there was more of like a performance kind of uh, culture there, I would really want to move there. I think. Yeah. So then we get back and we're exhausted. So we haven't slept in days. And, and this bed is definitely uncomfortable, but we're so tired that it doesn't really matter. And we finally drift off to sleep. All right, what's up, guys? So, this is Nick. It's 1.30 in the morning in Palermo. I'm trying to get some sleep. And I'm going to see if you guys can hear what is happening in the streets of Palermo. So what I'm looking at are uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tiny children and one, two, three, four uh, mothers screaming and fighting them. It's an all-out war, kids versus adults in the streets of Palermo. I think the kids are winning. It's hard to tell. There's been some hard smacks to the face uh, from the adults towards the little ones. Um, But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, no, they're right here. There's like four adults and then like seven kids. We got no sleep. Another night of no sleep. Like no sleep. So that's just at this point, it just feels like we have never slept in our life. And there's this pattern emerging where we think like, okay, we're going to go to bed early so we can wake up early and see the city. 
we don't go to bed early because the city is live AF. Yeah. And then we go to sleep and then we automatically either don't sleep or wake up early because like, oh, but we're going to take the bus to leave Palermo. We have to like spend the day exploring Palermo. <laughs> so then we just do that instead of sleeping. Yeah. So we woke up early to go explore Palermo, which was, of course, worth it. Like who needs sleep? Yeah, exactly. And also just quick plug. Yeah. If you travel, there is this app called uh, bag B and B that is incredible. I booked in like 15 minutes before we dropped it off. You can find a place that's near you. You pay $5 a bag and you can just drop your bag off for however long you so need you, to. Basically you store your luggage cause you have to check out of your Airbnb early. Right? Yeah, right. So what we were doing is we were catching this boat to this little Island where the film festival is, but we had like, I don't know, five hours to explore or something. So yeah. we didn't want to lug our, so anyways, bag B and B, Great. You can just, if you have like your checkout is early, but your flight's later and you want to walk around, it's like the best $5 we ever spent. It was awesome. So we spent our five hours enjoying this remarkable city. And then we had to get on a hydroplane foil. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> hydrofoil p- boat? I don't know. Some, I don't remember. Now you're making me. It's some my, weird you, ferry you boat stroke. thing. Because <laughs> this festival that we're you know, using as an excuse to turn for this vacation is on the island of Ustica. Now, Ustica is a rock the size of a dime that is an hour and a half on this fast-ass boat but in by the tra- middle of the sea. If by traditional boat from Palermo, it's a three-hour boat ride. So, like, if you right. are on the island... Like, you- if you are just... If it's just you and a paddle and you need to row to Ustica... It'll take you four days. <laughs> so uh, it's which wild. is crazy because Sicily is not big. Yeah, Sicily's small. Sicily is not big. So it's so like the distance, like it's it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. So we so then we start meeting up with like different people from the film festival. Everyone's cool. Some of them are American. People are from all over because we're all on this ferry, and I'm trying to sleep on the ferry. You're talking to Krista or something. I was like, well, we can get some sleep on the ferry. Definitely no sleep on the ferry. No. Then we we pull into Ustica. We are also just like every single one of us is so funky. Like Because it's so hot and we are yeah. so funky and sweaty and stinky and like everybody's hair looked fucked up. All of our makeup is melted <laughs> off. Yeah, right. We were really, it's really It's like 100 gross. degrees every day. Yeah. It was like so hot and so gross. And then we pull up and like... So our expectation for this film festival, it's in the middle of the ocean, A, so we have no idea who's going to go or if anybody's going to go. B, you can walk across the island, like across the whole island in about an hour. So it's like a very, very small island. Yes. And, you know, we don't know like why Ustica? We don't right. know really like what's going <laughs> Who on. Who the people are that are really organizing it. I mean, like literally like we could have gone and it could have been like, we just accidentally like got into a jail cell and then we're like a hostage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like right. we really didn't know like what was going on except yeah. for the fact they help us like arrange our hotel and buy these boat tickets. Right. So we got there and we get off the boat and they have, like a straight up gigantic welcoming committee. <laughs> they're all like, like cheering for they're us. Cheering. There's people over there. Like, there's a tent. There's cookies. There's coffee. There's it's just water. like this group. They're everyone's like what twenty five to like 
32. Like it's this is like young group. They're so bright eyed. They're so nice. They're giving us cookies. They have all this like coffee and tea and, and everyone's just like water, water, water. We all we were all like dead. We have to have water. These fools trying to take our picture. I was like, don't <laughs> I was like, who are no, you taking Meryl, They did take our picture. They were taking video. There was like all the. We were just like, we are so gross. And that, oh my god, it was so. And then we they shuttled us to our hotel, and we show up. Literally, our bed for our double room is two twin beds pushed together. Metal with, frame. That's just like mostly springs. With one sheet across it to try to make it look like a regular bed. But it did have Wi-Fi and it did have air conditioning, which was turned out to be all we really well, we needed. needed in life because yeah. it wasn't like we were going to sleep anyways. So we check into our room. They take our passports. We just give them to them. Also, <laughs> yeah, I was right. like, we like gave them our passports and just like went upstairs. Yeah. We got into the room and I was like, I don't know. I... Is that a good idea? Well, they're like, it's for registration. I was like, I know. But then it was like, the idea is like, you sit there while they do the registration. But that's not how they roll on this island town. Yeah. And uh, also, this is the beginning of our struggle. This was the real beginning of our struggle with locks. The whole, well, <laughs> in, in I mean, it was, it reached a, uh, what we thought was the pinnacle of our key troubles. But it the problem started immediately. Basically, I'm not good with keys and locks anyways and <laughs> every airbnb every situation we had was like a complete baffling thing it was like watching a baby deer learn how to walk was me trying to figure out how to get into and doors in italy th this these locks in particular like <laughs> they had a really it's really easy to unlock them if you just shut up them. just go the direction you want the lock to turn muriel i that's but it, but it, it all was upside down to begin with no fool you were out of your mind i'm not saying i'm good at keys i'm saying i'm bad with keys i'm just saying in the in a hotel room where you can literally hear uh, someone sneeze in the hallway the walls are so thin the doors are rickety and loud and I would be lying on the bed like looking at my phone or like whatever. And Nick's like, I'm going to run downstairs. I'm going to grab a piece of fruit, whatever you're going to do. Every time you tried to get back into the room, it would be like 10 minutes. <laughs> it would be a solid, I swear It wasn't to God, 10 minutes. It would be a I mean, solid that's like minute of just like, rattle, rattle, you could not open the door for so long that I had to be in charge of the keys. That is true. <laughs> so we were, we're moving. We're moving forward, Muriel. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the stupid key thing anymore because it ends up being a huge uh, reoccurring theme in our whole goddamn <laughs> I trip. Believe it. So then, anyways, I don't even. What are we even talking? Okay, so we get leave the hotel room, <laughs> and we. So this island is actually bigger than we thought it was going to be. We thought it would be just like easy access to beaches and all this stuff, but there's like a little there is like a little center of town and it's, it's like popping. It's like, yeah, there's tons of people there. It's, it was so cool. It wasn't overrun. It was not overrun at all. It was just this idyllic, beautiful, like summertime vacation. It's like first. Italians are going there and they're like, this is our high season, but it was not, nothing felt cr really crowded. It no. just felt like an, a, like a, an alive place. No. So we go and we have what is our only terrible meal 
you know. Well, I wouldn't say that though. Why? Because we had another terrible meal at Ustica. Oh, you're hey, right. Hey, Ustica, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I love you. You're beautiful. Your food ain't shit. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> it was out. So these these people, it's that kind of thing, you know, where you got like a friend who thinks they're fancy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're gonna invent something. So we found out later that figs are like this huge Sicilian thing, but on Ustica they have this really particular fig, and the figs are like this big deal. These fools made a. We went to this fancy ass restaurant that was like on a balcony overlooking the sea. They charged us, I don't know, 18 euro for like a pasta that was like had these beautiful noodles. And it was supposed to be prawns and all this shit. They dressed the entire pasta in fig puree. It was basically, it tastes like applesauce. I really want you to think about this, people. Spaghetti. Really think about it. Instead of. Any kind of sauce that or you would salt. ever have on pasta, applesauce. Yeah. Like no salt, no fat. Like, you know how sometimes like like one thing I really love, right? Pumpkin ravioli. Like a yeah. good pumpkin ravioli is great. And it skates the line between sweet and savory. Yeah, right. There's definitely like a sweet squash puree in it. Sometimes you even add sugar this to it. This was applesauce. This was straight up applesauce with prawns in it. And it was so revolting. Like, I will try anything. And then I was like, oh, maybe I don't get it. Right. And then I have another bite. It was so gross. I just could fish out the little pieces of prawn. And then I got a to-go box because I was like, okay, well, we can't disrespect <laughs> the people here. Yeah, Why right. we get here? And yeah. I made Nick rap. He was like, I don't want to take this out. And I was like, wrap it up. We're wrapping it up. We're taking it. And we walked out of the restaurant and threw it in the garbage. Well, before we left, too, she gives us a business card. It's like, fill us out on TripAdvisor. <laughs> <laughs> she saw we didn't eat the food. Yeah. And they gave us shade for not eating yeah, the food. Yeah, they knew and she, we didn't like it. Yeah, they knew we didn't like it. She's like, you're done? And we're like, yeah, we're done. And then uh, she gave us a trip advisor thing. We're like, girl, you are overplaying your hand. <laughs> so that was the first night. That's like the first time we ever felt that Sicilian mafia touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't disrespect the applesauce. You know? She was like, now you're going to fill out this trip advisor. <laughs> you don't know who my uncle is. <laughs> So, all right. So we wake up. I don't think we slept that night either. Maybe we slept a little bit. No, we did not. I don't sleep. remember. No, we were sick and sickened. <laughs> so we wake up and we have a day to kill and we go exploring. And the beaches in Ustica are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And when we say beaches, don't get it twisted. These are rocks. <laughs> there is no sand. These fools try to be like, oh, we have a black sand beach. It was black, tiny rocks. It was black gravel. <laughs> and these fools, what I love about Ustica, because it is beautiful and it's a naturally, like it's a supernatural environment. Like they do not like alter the like marine life in any way. So it's like a, like a protected environment. Right. Uh, so like they have like the, the water's teeming with fish and there's like, Anemone, there's like all these kind of animals in the water and it's like all natural. Like when you're walking down the paths, there's wild garlic that's growing yeah, everywhere. Right. When you're walking, like you, we like were walking and I was like, is that garlic? And then we looked down and pulled it up and like we were eating garlic off the side of the road. Yeah. See what it tasted like, I mean, it's it was like way better than that nasty fig sauce. Yeah. I can't believe Just it. Just put garlic on now, your stupid. They lost it. Yeah, they, they lost, lost it. it. Yeah. They lost it. They need a Yelp review. They need a good <laughs> Yelp spanking. It's so bad. But uh, the beaches are like, you have to buy aqua socks that have a thick sole and then you can go like walk around on these rocks and like explore. And that's the only way you can get on. And the, the water, beaches. it's like being in a hot tub. Yeah. The water's like maybe 
70 degrees. I mean, it's it, so warm. It's it's the nicest water I've ever been in. Yeah. And it's so salty that you just float. You float. You don't even have to swim. You can just like, you literally, it's crazy. Like you float around. You can see the bottom of everything. It's crystal clear. Um, but yeah, those fools are lying if they try to say like, oh, it's a black sand beach. <laughs> they were lying. I mean, like these Italians are out there with their like, towels down on like the spikiest rocks you could ever imagine <laughs> like lying on these rocks and their back all curved up like <laughs> over a boulder <laughs> it's like come on guys like i get it but also like come on and of course on our so this first day we're just exploring we don't even really go swimming because we didn't have the aqua socks yet and of course we find the one panini stand that is just like at the top of this mountain yes and they're selling like five euro paninis and out there it just means like fresh bread the best cheese the best meat the best olive oil and they give it to you and that's it and it's so good so of course muriel and i immediately were attracted to that so we get the lay of the land we walk we're we walk through all the beaches down the whole highway thing then we walk all the way back to town yeah well the whole time we're walking there's no sidewalk and there are no rules <laughs> yeah so we're walking on basically a two-lane highway that randomly sometimes goes into a one-lane two-way highway but the good thing about it was there's like this like brick wall kind of like keeping you on the highway so you can't even walk like off the highway right, you like have if to a be car would swerve these two walls but the other good thing about those walls is every once in a while there's a bright shining seven foot long snake just chilling on the goddamn <laughs> wall that right right the at the level that scared me like we're walking and we're talking we were like sweating we're like walking on the road. We're having There's like cars. the best time. Yeah, it was like just pretty, connecting, it and was, it's it, it was, was just amazing. like felt like Sicilian countryside, and that's why I wanted to take that long walk because yeah. like this was I knew it, and it ended up being right. It's like our one like Sicilian countryside walk. Like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's you just, know? and it was like everyone was like why did you do that we were like, like because it's the best thing well ever. we also did it at the hottest time possible during the day <laughs> yeah. like at certain points we had to be like we're standing in the fucking shade yeah. but we we're walking and i'm like the the brick wall is like basically waist height yeah and i'm just talking to nick and i look down and we have this thing we're like he needs me to say snake so he runs away and if I see a snake, I just go, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so he, if I say, oh, Jesus, he'll just stay put and go, what, what, what? Until like, he dies. <laughs> so we're sitting there and literally the same exact thing happened. It's like a but seven- I saw the snake first. No, I'm, you didn't. Yes, I, I did. did. Nick, no, you didn't. I did. Oh, well, no. I know that I moved love, first. Love. I ran away first. first. <laughs> I ran away first. I was quicker than you in this one. Because my Sicilian blood was boiling Nick, and I was ready to go. And I know about La Medusa. You Lava Deuce is a jellyfish. A <laughs> B. You did not see the snake first, my love. You were walking, and then I go, "Oh Jesus!" And then you go, "What?" And then jumped away, which I thought was very cool. But it wasn't. I. It's interesting that you're remembering it this way because afterwards, then we had another strong talking about how if <laughs> I say, "Oh Jesus," it's always something bad. So just <laughs> run away. Uh, so oh, God. I don't know if you behaved as. Uh, heroically as you feel like you did. <laughs> well, anyways, we Googled it. And it turns out this snake could either be not poisonous at all, but then we found out we'll bite you and it'll hurt, but it's not poisonous. Because yeah, our other Italian friend got gets bit by snakes all the time, apparently. Apparently. Wait, are you talking about Acapulco? <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. And then, or it's literally like the most venomous uh, poisonous snake It's like in a the fucking world. adder. So That thing that killed Cleopatra, wait, that was maybe not an adder? Black adder? 
It's a snake. Anyways. Viper. I don't know. So. Don't give me that look. Okay. So <laughs> we walk, whatever. Anyways, we survive the snake thing, Muriel. Okay. Because of our incredible Sicilian don't, instincts kicking in. Don't you in. ever say our in And your then life. you're Sicilian. You are. I am. I am Sicilian. You do not get to share in my instinct pool. No. Well, my instincts were better. I got away you first. You are saying that, but it's not true. Okay. Well, then. <laughs> So anyways, we make it back to the, we make it back, get back to the hotel. We have a great night. We screened our trailer, which went amazing. It's funny. Like if you've ever been to a film festival, right? You'd be like, oh, I want to watch some films. This film festival is different in that they don't screen films. (laughs) They just screen the trailer, which we were highly skeptical of, but actually it was the shit. It's actually way better. Yeah, it's way better. (laughs) And actually, if you eliminate all of the screenings and just do it in one night with trailers and you skip all the panels, you get to just hang out on a tropical island. (laughs) So, because the next day there's like panels and stuff, but we didn't do those. We love you, uh, Cicely. We love you. People, thank you, but we didn't do. Instead, we went to the beach this time with aqua socks. We went swimming. It was insane. We like went out. Well, we walked out. I mean, (sighs) the beaches are amazing, but when you're in certain places where it's like really rugged and like natural, you can't see anything. So like we were walking out and like basically in these aqua socks surrounded by anemones and then like seaweed and different things, fish and fish. And we were just like, it was like the most like, honestly, it was like going on a roller coaster. It's it was scary. Like this, it was scary. It was elating. But it yeah. was like really, it's honestly, with this, like with a snorkel, it's actually easier just because you can see stuff. But we couldn't see anything. We just knew we were surrounded by creatures. Yeah. And I knew there wasn't anything poisonous. But I mean, it doesn't help to just be like, holy, like, you're like, you're basically just trusting. Right. That, that nothing's going to attack you. Which is the wrong move because I, <laughs> Mira and I were being romantic in the hot tub paradise seawater. And I got stung by a jellyfish. And we got out and he's walking around and I was like, I don't think it's that bad. And I looked out and it's like swelling. And we went back to the panini stand and we got more paninis. And the lady at the panini stand was like so nice. And I was like, Nick was like, oh, I think I got stung by a jellyfish. And she had aloe and she like cut him off some aloe and he like yeah. rubbed it on his leg. And we listened to her weird, weird music <laughs> and, then- and ate her delicious paninis. I know. It's panini day. Panini number two on day two. These fools, Anusika, they all got the memo that they're just going to play the weirdest, like, Europe, like, like, Swedish jazz. And this chick, um, okay, let's see if I can do it. There was this song. We went to the stand three days in a row because yeah. we loved her so much. And every time we went, this one song came in the loop. And it was a, it was pushing and a pulling and a kissing and a loving. <laughs> Pushing and a pulling and a shoving and a loving. And I don't think that they knew what the words were, but it was pushing and a pulling and a kissing and a loving. Pushing and a pulling and a pushing and a shoving. (laughs) And I just, it's one of those things where my brain was just like, I just, I just was like, what? I can't, I can't. I can't not hear this. <laughs> I have to listen to it. Then I have to think about it every time. So, <sighs> so then we're walking down and there's this. We don't know what we're going to find. Like we're walking on the road. We don't know what's down there, but we come across the most beautiful place to chill of all time.
Alright, here we are, another day in rocky, volcanic paradise. Okay, so we are currently in the middle of like a marvelous Mrs. Maisel style, like 1950s bathing center. Everyone is talking softly. There's <laughs> Swedish jazz in the background that they keep announcing. Nick got stung by a jellyfish earlier. <laughs> um, and also, if anyone is comp- confused by Muriel's marvelous Mrs. Maisel metaphor, just know that you're in good company because I have no <laughs> idea what she's talking about. I'm talking about when they go out to that like crazy, like the Catskills, and it's like everything's white and everybody's kind of like classy, and it's like they have these like like it's camping for rich people okay i'm gonna disagree with that uh definition entirely but that's okay because we're in paradise so disagreements are just like another campari spritz you know what i mean um (laughs) (laughs) i am an idiot got stung by a jellyfish (laughs) we're chilling Uh, the water out here is like so crystal clear and beautiful and you really want to snorkel and tomorrow we're going to come back with snorkels we're still on the island of ustica by the way if that's important to anyone's narrative um we've lost all track of the how this uh, podcast is actually coming together. And it won't just... be linear. <laughs> it will be on an iPhone. Uh, the water is just like so beautiful, but also uh, for all the careful listeners, you will know that I'm really scared of whales. And <laughs> it turns out that I'm scared of everything in the water. <laughs> and no matter how crystal clear and beautiful it is, there will always be a jellyfish that stings you. Um, but it's so fun. It's just like the best kind of like thrilling um, adventure for someone like me. I was just floating in the most peaceful uh, part of the sea, and I just could think of nothing but a um, shark eating me. And then I thought of a shark just biting off my leg. And then I was like, "What? Well, that would make a pretty good podcast episode." <laughs> so, and then a jellyfish stung me. Yeah, it was very peaceful. I just was walking around thinking, "Well, there's going to be some sort of." Uh, there are things called fireworms out here that bite you, and uh, I was like, "Those are in the water too." Yeah, so, you know, it's like you can take a kid out of the city, but you can't take the city out of the kid. That is right. No matter what you do with us, we will be scared of fireworms. Yeah, well, we will be scared of, like, literally we're in the most, like, idyllic place on the planet. And Nick and I just think we're going to be attacked by some wild animals. (laughs) (laughs) And turns out... That's true. <laughs> My whole leg is welted up, uh, but I'm just soldiering Your on whole like a king. Leg is not welted up. My whole leg from the t- my toe to my upper hip. You're such a lie. I know. Just by my ankle. It's not welted up anymore. It went away hella long ago. No, look at that welt. Are you kidding me? Look at that welt. Nick, there's nothing there. It's a welt. <laughs> Uh, so we're just chilling. This is just the best thing ever. Uh, we had our little screening for our film festival thing last night. It was so fun and cool. And um, I'm about to get back in this water and tempt fate again. There, in this little, this is a different beach than we were at when the stinging happened. But uh, in this one, there's a gigantic inflatable uh, unicorn. So I feel and lots of children. So and Swiss jazz. Hey, listen, nature has no bounds. <laughs> You're right. There's going to be a huge, just like, octus squid just come and reach its tentacles like 40 feet away and snatch up these uh, beautiful uh, bambini. Oh, man. This is really, like, I'm so self-conscious about being on my phone. <laughs> well, we're, yeah. I mean, the good thing is is everyone was annoyed at us for being Americans immediately and has been ignoring us ever since. So I don't think anyone's paying attention. We slapped out a bunch of deck chairs and then I just broke the back of mine trying to get up. So <laughs> we're not doing a great job of being like subtle and quiet. 
<laughs> no, we're the, we're we're the, we're whispering, but to everyone else, it seems like we're screaming. I know it's so weird. It's like Italians are supposed to be like these loud, boisterous people, but uh, compared to me, they're all like um, moths or something. Well, you're pretty loud. We were talking. We do this all the time in the morning, where it'll be really early. You'll start talking to me at the loudest sort of like SpongeBob SquarePants level of just like whatever you're dreaming about. I'd be like, hey, I think you should be quiet. Yeah, so everyone's very subdued. And so we're trying to be, we're trying to fit in. I think we're the only people drinking booze. I don't see anyone else. No, everybody, it. nobody out here, but they're sitting in the cafe drinking booze. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely outliers. Last night we, <laughs> we got into a huge fight. Because we miscalculated our time, which for Nick is okay, and for me is like Armageddon. So we were supposed to be just screening at 8, and Nick was like, I want to go get some pasta. Let's have dinner. And I didn't look at the time, and I was like, sure, thinking we had time, like ample time. And we sat down, and we had... We ordered a bottle of wine and a bunch of food, and like I relaxed into the seat and looked at my phone, and we had 15 minutes to get to the stupid <laughs> screening. And so we uh, we freaked out, had a fight, and then I was like, then I had a list of demands that were completely unrelated to what had happened. I was like, I'm really mad about this, so from now on, <laughs> we have to do X, Y, and Z. <laughs> and mean, about- meanwhile, I'm just sitting there, just pouring sweat out of my face. <laughs> and I was like torturing you. Nick goes, okay, well, I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> and then we got, so then we finally figured out how to order, ask for food to go. And the waitress was so nice and didn't think we were weird at all. And somebody helped translate for us and she packed up our food to go. And she goes, oh, let me get your wine to pack up to go as well. But we had just chugged the bottle. (laughs) So she pulled it out of the ice pit and just was like, oh, okay. And then like laughed. And then like three tables looked over at us. And she like pointed to the empty bottle and like shrugged. And everyone laughed at us. (laughs) Yeah, it was, I mean, you know. You know, that's supposed to last an entire meal here in Sicily. But for us, that was an appetizer course. We'll have the uh, pasta to go and a bottle of wine while we wait. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) I think we also, it's like how you fight Ike. We kind of fought, drank. Yeah. We were just like, no. (laughs) Yeah, so far everybody's being really healthy. People are reading. They're not on their phones. The worst thing I see is somebody eating a peach (laughs) and everybody else is sleeping. (laughs) All right, well, I want to check in. We have a dubious bus ride coming up. Yeah, we have no idea how this bus ride. Every time work. we ask somebody, they tell us in Italian a different. Like one guy was like, "Okay, three buses every hour until three o'clock," and then this other lady was like, "One bus an hour for the next ten hours." So we really have no idea if there will be a bus or won't. So, and everybody just goes, "Yeah, but we don't know when." Okay, <laughs> so don't don't expect. She's like, "When it comes, I don't know." <laughs> All right. I'm going to go swimming. I'm getting sweaty again. You can go swimming? Yeah, I'm sweating. Look at me. Yeah, but I thought you had a huge welt on your leg from your knee to your thigh. I do. I mean, I won't be able to... I mean, I will drown. I won't be able to swim with my legs, so I'm down a limb. But I'm going to just go out to a watery grave. Va bene, va bene. We said up all night. 
girl, and then the next morning we woke up, no sleep, get snorkeled. <laughs> Snorkeling is so fun. It is the shit. So like we had to like kind of like, you know, the first day we just got the lay of the land. The second day we got in the water a little bit chilled, chilled, yeah. chilled. Third day we're like, we're going to see some fucking fishes, man. And we saw some Vicious. Well, it's crazy. Like, I know I said this already, but the, you float. The water is so salty. It's so easy. It's insane. So, yeah. like, we just you just float on the surface and look down. If you have a nice booty, too, then that just holds you up. Oh, that was the best thing ever, too, because you had to buy these, like, shorts, like, swim trunks or whatever. And, like, so when we'd be circling oh. and I would get, like, separated from you, I would look and be like, where's Muriel? And I would just see your ass just floating above. That's one thing I will mention <laughs> that I think is completely ridiculous about Ustica or Italy or whatever is, like, basically, like, I had thought, okay, I'll, I was going to wax my pubes. <laughs> Erase that. No, we're keeping that in. You were going to wax <laughs> your pubes. I was going to wax before we left, and then I was doing the pants the whole time. <laughs> Stupid That's what pants. I was going to wax. <laughs> and I was doing the pants, and I was like, got done, and I completely forgot until we got there. And I was like, and there's no wax anywhere in Italy. But somehow, even though that's true, every woman up to 95 years old has no pubic hair at all. They were all waxed insane. Like, and I was like, cause at first I was like, well, you know, I'm natural. I'll just be natural. It's not like I'm not, I don't have a super revealing swimsuit, like whatever. And I'm out there and there are just women just spread eagle on the beach, <laughs> like 70 years old, completely tan waxed. And I was like, I didn't, you know, like every woman got the memo. This is what, you look like you are waxing. Yeah. And so I couldn't, because I couldn't find any wax. So then I tried to go get some board shorts. <laughs> so Nick is like, you had to go get your board, your shorts. It's because I had to go buy some board they really, shorts. They really came in handy, because it just means I could I could just spot you in the water anywhere. You were like a buoy. Just, just that like buoy booty. <laughs> the snorkeling was fire. Like, it was so fun. Oh and it's God. like, it's it's like, it was like the perfect adventure. Mm -hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. like you're going and it's like really shallow and you can see all these fish and it's crazy, but it's all just levels of volcanic rock. So then you're going and then suddenly there's just like a drop off like 40 feet down. Yeah. And then it's like and then you like maybe you like take a little adventure and you go 40 like a few feet out the 40 feet yeah. shelf and then you look down and it's black. Like yeah. it's like open ocean. Yeah. And it was just I mean, you can like swim around and like we were getting like. If you dive down, like if you um, kind of like dive down and just do the goggles and like take off the snorkel even, like you can get into like schools of fish and yeah. like move in the school of fish. Yeah. And like they just go with you and you're like flowing in the ocean the way that they move. And if this is this was big for us. I mean, that was huge. It was big for us. It was really fun. And the other good thing about the snorkels is then you can see where the jellyfish are, except... I also then got stung in the neck for a second time. <laughs> but this one was not as bad. That uh, was well. That was like such a hilarious. Like I gotta say, okay, so there's this guy who is it? He was like this, just like super handsome, like Italian dude. I'm calling him Acapulco. It's it's uh, Iacopo. Yeah, is his name, and he was like one of the guys. He won like some. He was just a he's great a filmmaker, filmmaker yeah. and he was awesome. And like he's like Italian, and he's from like a scrappy part of Sicily. And 
we like walk down and he's so nice. We walk down to get to the beach. I'm wearing board shorts <laughs> and we've got all this snorkel gear that he recommended us getting. He's like, if you're going to go get the snorkel gear. And he so said like, where to go yeah. and everything. And so we rented the snorkel gear. We got out and he's there in a straight up speedo, no aqua socks, like yeah. lying directly on the rocks. <laughs> it was just like, you could not think of a more like, and insane. I was like, Oh, Hey, Iacopo, okay. Bye. And then immediately slipped on the rocks, <laughs> busted my tailbone, threw out my neck, went in the goddamn water and got stung in the neck by a jellyfish that I should have seen. <laughs> I died. It was so I got so out Italian by him. <laughs> he came up and he was like, you're like, Hey man, we're going to go. And he was just like, okay, speedo. <laughs> They got stuck by a jellyfish. And he's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then we went back to the same panini lady to get more sandwiches. And she, we walked up and I go, hey, he got stung in the neck again. <laughs> and there's a huge language barrier. But she knew exactly what I was saying. She was like, oh, you need more aloe? Yeah. And she's like, one a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then like at the so then we go and we go swimming well, hold at her. On, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Then we're there, we're chilling, and she goes, What a day and we say goodbye. Oh, is that what you were gonna say? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we go and we swim at her beach yeah. and then on the way and we were like felt so and she was so nice to us she and was like so nice. She was she loved us and we loved her. So I just like on our way out, we were just like, Okay, goodbye. Like we're we're not coming back tomorrow. Like, thank you so much. And she was like, Okay, bye. And she was like, Next time, pay more attention. <laughs> I was like the Sicilian goodbye. <laughs> You know, like an American would be like, sorry about the bad luck. <laughs> or like, hope you feel better. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. Good to meet you. Next time, pay more attention. <laughs> <laughs> that's I was like, that's a good point. She was, that was pretty great. Ah, so great. Yeah. All right. So then the other thing about this film festival. Yes. That was, and just like completely uh, unexpected and outside of the realm of everything else that was happening in Ustica is every night, well, because like we have an event where they like screen the thing or show some stuff, and then they would they did like uh, dinners for us, which were really cool. Yeah, food was weird, but that's okay. Yeah, really their favorite cool. thing to serve. Oh God, Ustika, please like forgive me, and I love you so much. It was the most classic thing was the funky ass pasta. Yeah, it was capers, hella sardines, and a, like some some bones, pasta. And extra salt, something like it that. It was just really like the most it mashed the, up sardines and pasta you could ever imagine. It was dank. It was really dank. It, I kind of liked it. You but, did, but that's what you like. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, I wouldn't be like, "Ooh, you got to go to Ustica and get the get the sardine <laughs> pasta or whatever." It's just like the best thing that, and I will, and I know I'm. There's this little place in Ustica called Oasis Bar, and they just make. It's just like a deli case of food. They make arancini. They do eggplant parmesan. Every they make their own gelato, but they do tons of stuff, and everything there is fucking delicious. Okay, it's one of the some of the. It's the best. Go to Ustica. Go to Oasis Bar. Don't go anywhere else. So okay. Yeah, seriously. So the fe this festival, these people are so great. They're so passionate about what we do. They loved our work. It was awesome. It, it was so welcoming and wonderful. They do these fun events. They give us food. And then kind of out of nowhere <laughs> at 1230 at night, meaning 30 minutes past midnight, everyone is invited to the discoteca, <laughs> which is an open they're they're at different places there's multiple discos there's, in uskateca it's like the smallest island in the world <laughs> and yet there are multiple giant open air firework shooting <laughs> strobe lighting discotecas on this island Everybody. 
Discoteca in the in Ustica. It's a paradise island in Sicily. Half the people here are 14. The other half are 17. The other half are definitely in their 35 to 45 range. That's right, we're keeping it hell in your 30s at this discoteca. Yeah, then straight up, you turn around. There is a wall of straight up 13 year olds. What a in the morning and nobody's checking IDs. And I am sweating uh, more than a human is able to sweat. I'm five humans right now. Honestly, you look like you're covered in LED lights. You look like you're <laughs> covered in LED lights. I feel like I'm covered in LED liquid. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're cute right now. Oh, no, I'm not cute. I'm all charm. I'm dancing on the dance floor with a gin and tonic and a gigantic bottle of water. And I have my sack, uh, my purse sack, which makes me go very old, and a sunburn, and a gin and tonic. You know, so we're, we are who we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're doing it, baby. Ultimately, very authentic. <laughs> or how they say in Italy, authentico. He was literally in the crowd yelling, Il Bambino! <laughs> We had, I have never been more of the, um, like, weird, embarrassing old person. Uh. You were making me laugh. I mean, that whole, that whole scene, everybody, we would just be, like, dancing. The French people got it. I felt like our French dude, Tomas, was, like, kind of into it. Like, he could, like, hang. Well, because he's, because I think it's like that in France, too. Yeah, but, I mean, we were all, like, nobody could dance. And we would all dance in those big middle school circles of adults. Yeah. So we were right. like dancing in like these big circles where we could see everybody. Right, because like no one's going to dance with each other. It's not like they're going to hook up in this capacity. I mean, I think that was kind of trying to happen. I, I mean, saw some stuff happening. I, on the dance floor? No. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not happening on the dance no, floor. No, they're like buying each other martinis. Right, and like in the whatever. dance floor, everyone's like kind of dancing by themselves, but with each other. I mean, that was just... It was like, but the best thing is, is that everybody had a strong sense of irony. So yeah. like everyone really like nobody took it super seriously, except for the children we were dancing. <laughs> <with>. <laughs> and uh, so every night in Ustica, we showed up to these discos. We danced really, really hard for 20 minutes and then left to not sleep in our hotel room. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. That was part one Let's of our Sicily trip. That's part one. Oh my God. There's a whole nother half because it was epic. So get ready. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we just love our people so, so much. We have so many thank yous that we are breaking it also into two parts. Yeah. So if you don't hear your name right this second, you'll hear it next week. <laughs> okay. Thank yous. Part one. Um, we did have some people buy us some drinks while we were on our trip. Yeah, if you're new to the podcast, you know, we were trying something out and we were like, hey, if you love the podcast and you want to buy us a drink while we're traveling, uh, you can. And uh, you can Venmo us. <laughs> and we got, uh, so, oh my God, Muriel, who who sent, who, who do we need to shout we out right now? Bunch. We have Artemis. Thank you. Rachel. Thank you. Abby. Thank you. Kate. Thank you. Lisa. Thank you. The ladies coming through. You know what? I know. Because the ladies are where it's at. We, Thank you. We are, we are banding together. 
should take over the world. By, <laughs> yeah, by getting podcasters drunk. Yeah, one, one Venmo at, at a time. time. <laughs> Uh, also, got to shout out the Hip Hop Film Festival. Yes. Thank you for putting us up. Thank you for the incredible nominations. We didn't win awards, but we were still nominated, which is actually, I was feeling salty for a half a second, but it's actually a crazy cool um, thing. What's the word? Honor. Thank Honor. you. A yeah. crazy cool thing, man. A crazy cool thing. And also, got to shout out Sicily Web Fest. Thank you. You guys put on an incredible festival. That festival was fire af thank you, you for the awards my grandparents are from sicily it's so cool that people that kids out there care about web series and that you guys uh gave us an award for best idea yes yeah, sicily was, forever man that's you. a wild place so so much also huge shout out to ryan and grace and little baby tate and the count's grandparents thank yes. you for listening also to the podcast that is just the coolest thing in the whole world that was very 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 special thank you so, mama counts that yeah. is just very very special it was we, great to meet you so fun hanging out we got a new review. The reviews keep coming in every month. We get a couple, and it's so cool, and we love the reviews. We love it. Our little egos just grow 1% bigger. And then so we're at a total of 141%. I was like, that's Nick. I was like, I'm at a total of 3%. Uh, this is a five-star review from Tack and Violet. Thank yep. you so much. They said, Nick and Muriel are amazing. I really enjoy listening to all their fun adventures. They are doing the most in their 30s, <laughs> which is true. Yes. I mean, we're trying. Huge. Sometimes we get tired. but <laughs> yeah. We do the most for 20% of the day. Yes. Uh, thank Thank you so much uh we love the reviews it really means a lot sharing this podcast with your friends and family and whoever you love or hate uh is just gigantically enormously important to us and means so much oh we have the coolest listeners you guys have been showing us so much love lately it, that's how it cries it's dry <laughs> eyes but lots of moaning <laughs> yeah i just make my voice go like this yeah yeah it's how it's um the most that uh this toxic masculinity culture will allow me to don't emote. even try to act like you don't cry <laughs> you know hi i'm jessica jardin and i'm marcy jarrow we're the hosts of kardashian it a podcast about all things kardashian here on campfire media the first family of calabasas is back with season 15 of keeping up with the Kardashians. We're recapping episodes each week and covering a never-ending news cycle of the rapidly expanding Kardashian universe. Which includes crossovers with your favorite rap and sports stars. And this season we can expect family drama, secret pregnancies, the Chloe Tristan cheating scandal, and cover-up. And let us not forget Kanye's pre-album drop meltdown or Kim's new Trump allegiance. Hey, even if you aren't a fan of this family, their reach stretches to so many areas of pop culture, you're not going to want to miss our examination of the ultimate celebrity phenomenon. So check out Kardashian It, a podcast about all things Kardashian. And remember, the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. Kardashian It on Campfire Media. Campfire Media.